As I was reading the Bible, I was wondering before he was doing his ministry. The mother went to him and said, hey, Jesus, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wonder how he responded. I just want you to think about that. I don't have the answer because it's not in the Bible. We can kind of figure out what he may have said, but exactly as to how he said it is not in the Bible. But the plenty, plenty of cues, hints are in the Bible. Hey, son, Jesus, I what I was going to do to be when you grow up. Do you know what my dream was when I was a little kid? Did you know that if my mother, when my mother asked me when I was a little kid, hey, Tim, what do you want to be when you grow up? I had an exact answer. You know what that was? Most people who've been around now, I wanted to be a pilot. Not a fighting pilot, but commercial pilot. You know, the ones that, that flies that big, huge, you know, bigger than house, like Boeing 747, that kind of uh, pilot. Did I achieve my dream? No. Maybe partially. What happened? Well, it was kind of simple, you know. We really wanted to, to be a pilot, and then one day my father comes along and says, Son, if you want to be a pilot, I'll let you be. But remember, you're going to make some people very unhappy when you become a pilot. And they say, What do you mean? Well, when you become a pilot, you're going to be away from home so often that your family is going to be very unhappy. If that's okay with you, go right ahead. Be a pilot. Well, I changed my mind. I wanted to do what is right in the eyes of everybody and live at peace with everyone so that I can make music for my family I was only 18 years old. You know, we've been trying to study how to make music of heart, music for our lives. Not last Sunday, but like three Sundays ago, we looked at how we can make music. We looked at um, one Bible verse, which I just repeated, Romans 12, 17 through 20, says, do the right thing in the eyes of everybody. You see, I used to think, do the right thing in the eyes of the Lord. Hey, forget about this, everybody. I am just going to curse you out, but I am heading to the church. I don't care about you, but I'm going to the church because right, that's right in the eyes of the Lord. But when I come across this Bible verses, you have to do the right in the eyes of everybody. Wow. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So that's our God's command. It's tall order. It's not easy. People say, well, how do you do that? And I have one little thing for myself, how to keep uh, peace with everybody and uh, trying to do the right thing in the eyes of everybody. It's one Bible verse which you know very well. It says, do not do anything that will stumble your brother's faith. So there's no reason for argument. You see, I, uh, I'm occasional, uh, 
wine drinker. Well, there are lots of Christians, they totally and completely believe that a Christian shouldn't be drinking any kind of alcohol. When I face them, there's no reason for me to argue with them, saying that I am right, or he is right. Just don't do anything that will stumble your brother's faith. Your brother's faith is that respected for it. Don't try to change that person. Don't try to shake this on them. Do not do anything that will stumble your brother's faith. Then last week we looked at how we can specifically make music. This one is very, very special because this was Jesus' last wish. You know, we pay attention when, when somebody gives their last wish. I mean, they're, you know, before they go to heaven, you know, before they die, we, you know, your parents, your uncles, and your family members, your friends says, hey, friend, do me a favor. Take care of my family. I mean, even though, you know, we just take those things very seriously. Very, very seriously. Even though you may not like that person, the last words, we take it very seriously. But this one was even more, more serious because it wasn't his last wish before his last breath. It was his last wish before he ascended to heaven. Who gets to do that? If anybody says not only the dying wish, but if they were resurrected and then they say something to me, I'll do anything. If anybody can walk in air, I'll do anything for that person. Wouldn't you do the same thing? So Jesus, after being resurrected, goes before Peter and says three times, do you love me? If you love me, go and take care of my people. He said it three times. And Peter got a little annoyed. He didn't know exactly what he meant. But eventually, later on, Peter carries out every single one of the three responses that Jesus gave the first time, do you love me? And he said, feed my lambs, which means take care of your people of basic needs. Think of them as, uh, uh, as you're tending little infants, knowing that this people, this person is immature and vulnerable. They, they need you. Second time, when Jesus said, do you love me? And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. That's like us as a grown-up. We're no longer little infants. We're not no longer immature, mature, uh, vulnerable, but we're grown-ups. So now take a sense of responsibility, supervise them, oversee them, and at the same time, willing to lay down one's life. Willing to lay down one's life. Jesus did. Peter did, eventually. And the third time, when... Jesus said this time, feed my sheep. It was no longer feed my lamb. It's not take care of my sheep. But this time, feed my sheep, meaning give them the powerful, amazing spiritual food. Anytime we do these things, we make music of the heart to many around us. So today... We want to look at how Jesus dreamed his dreams 
and what was his way of making music in our lives, in his lives. Today's scripture is from John 13, 17. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You will be blessed if you do them. Now, Jesus said these words after washing disciples' feet. And he said, likewise, do the same thing. Now you know all these things. Now you know that Jesus has taught us to feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. Now you know all these things. You will be blessed if you do them. Now you have heard, some of you, uh, my uh, talk on uh, noun versus verb. This became a hit, by the way. In fact, I just got a 50-page write-up on noun versus verb from a gentleman who was at one of my, uh, uh, one of the churches that I was giving a message, just simple, you know, couple minute or five minute, uh, 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 the rundown on, on, on the way I describe, I, want, I was encouraging people how to describe your dream, noun versus a verb. This guy writes 50 pages and he wants to read it and critique it, like I have time, you know. I think I better give it to Dan Kim to reveal it. <laughs> we often dream our dreams with the noun. What do you want to be when you grow up? We say, well, I want to be a doctor, painter, musician, accountant, lawyer, engineer, architect, pastor. There's so many things. Professionals out there, that's how we describe. The common denominator is of the same. The common denominator is here, noun. They're all nouns. The noun may cause one to desire, but does not necessarily cause one to do or one to act. On the other hand, the verbs make one to do and to act. And more importantly, make one to truly achieve the dreams. Since I'm on the business side a little bit too, Nike said, just do it. Guess where they got it from? Where? McDonald's. We do it all for you. And then they change it to, I'm loving it. I guess young people are probably more accustomed to, I'm loving it, McDonald's, other than we do it all for you. You know what the, we do it all for you is? You have no choice. When you go there, you, give you, whatever, we give, you eat whatever they give you. That's how the McDonald's came about 40, 50 some years ago when they started their business. Ford, go farther. GM truck, build to last. Dunkin' Donuts, America runs on Dunkin's. Danny's, we are cooking now. Microsoft. Anybody know Microsoft? 
Where do you want to go today? That's their taglines. That's what makes them going. That's what they do every day. That's what they do repeatedly, day after day, moment by moment. That's what gets them going. It's not about Microsoft. Someday we're going to be the largest firm in the world. That's not their goal. Our goal shouldn't be, I'm going to go heaven. It shouldn't be our goal. We should describe the fact that we're going to go to heaven in a very different way while we're here. So if you want to be a doctor, don't say you want to be a doctor. It doesn't ignite you. It doesn't make you move. It doesn't make you do. Say you want to heal. If you say you want to heal, you begin to heal even when you're studying. Even when you're not a doctor yet. If you want to be a lawyer, don't say you want to be a lawyer. You say, I want to represent. Hey, son, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to represent. What Was that impressive? Instead of saying, I want to be a lawyer? I want to represent. It's like wide open. If you want to be an accountant, don't say, I want to be an accountant. Say, I want to do what is right and accurate. That's pretty cool. Think about it. Little kids saying, 18-year-olds, hey, son, what do you want to do when you grow up? I want to be right and accurate. You know that kid is going to be a great in whatever he does. If you want to be an artist, don't say, I want to be an artist. Say, I want to create. So let's go back to pilot. Did I become a pilot? Well, what do pilots do? Yes, I did not become a commercial pilot. But I did become a different kind of pilot. What do pilots do? They carry people. Carry. That will be my action verb. I want to carry people. I may not have become a commercial pilot or fighting pilot, but if my dream was to carry people, God is going to open all kinds of doors. You can be a pilot to carry people, yes. You can be some kind of manager or executive for like company like FedEx carrying people's good. What's the difference? It's the same thing. You can carry, you can become a, a newscaster carrying news for people. You can be a pastor carrying people the gospel. So what was Jesus' dream? We got to answer that? It gave you about five, ten minutes. His mother goes to him. And say, hey, son, at that time he's still son. He's probably 12, 13, 14, 56, 17 years old. And say, son, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to become? What would you respond if he said, I want to be a savior? What do you think he said, I want to be a Messiah? I want to be a king. Do you think he said that? No, he did not say those things. 
What do saviors do? People, they save. They save people. Just like pilots, they carry people. The saviors, they save people. I have several saviors in my life. One, our Lord Jesus Christ, for he has forgiven me and saved me. Like a second one. How transplant donors and their families. They saved me twice. And then the third category, a farmer who rescued me when I was drowning in a pond when I was like 10 years old. I, I actually did drown when, I, uh, when he rescued me because this is a time when I didn't know how to swim. Living in a rural leprosy colony, I was slip off into a pond all by myself and somehow my brother was crying his lung out. He didn't know how to swim and some farmers uh, doing his work and just rush over to the pond realizing someone is in the pond and it's, it's dirty. It was really dirty so he couldn't see but anyway he jumped in and rescued me. When he rescued me I still remember I can see my belly. I was like pregnant woman like this much. I was drinking, drinking the water. Like, I was there for many many minutes about the collapse, I suppose, but I got rescued. Saviors saves. The way Jesus dreamed what he wanted to achieve, he did it by doing it. And he lived it. And living and doing requires God's action. Jesus did it by saying, I came to save. His mother asked him, and he was a little kid, hey son, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to save. He didn't say that in the Bible, but that's probably what he said. Judging from everything that he spoke of, and the things that he did, he would have said, I want to save people. I want to carry people. I want to inspire people, is what Jesus had done. He did not say, I want to be a savior. He lived it. Everywhere he went, he saved. Every day he saved. His mind was all about saving people. Instead of dreaming life, dreaming a dream, if you live this life by doing and living out the verbs in you, you will have a greater chance, number one, to achieve that dream. Number two, greater chance to be blessed. In fact, guaranteed you'll be blessed. That's what our scripture said today. If you do, you'll be blessed. Third, you will be making lots of wonderful and amazing music. Martin Luther King, what was his dream? Everybody knows, I have a dream. Everybody knows that famous speech, I have a dream. Yes, he had a dream. Dream of what? What was about that dream that caused him to act and do? It's in the verb. He said, I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live up the true meaning of its, decree, its creed, 
We hold this truth to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day nation will rise up and live out. What was his dream? Yes. If you were to write a, some kind of a thesis, you would write, his dream was the equality. Sounds like very, like, noun to me. He did not go around and say, I have a dream of equality. The verb that caused him put into actions were not equality, but two words, rise up and live out. He was pastor. He knew Jesus' way. This means that you do not wait until the equality comes to you. You rise up and you live out now. So what is the Jesus' way? He dreamed, he dreamed. With verbs. And he told how to live our life with verbs. And he also lived it. He said in Matthew 5 27, I came to fulfill the law and the prophets. If you ask Jesus what his dream was, he would say, I came to fulfill. What we dream was, I'm here to fulfill the law and prophets that was written in Old Testament. And he satisfied all the laws and prophets that's written about him in Old Testament. John 3.17 says, his son came to save the world. If you ask Jesus what his dream was, he would say, my dream is to save. Save the world. He expressed his dreams for us with the verbs fulfill and to save. And then with his last words, before ascending into heaven, he told us to do the same thing. He says, do it. How? John 21, 18, the one we studied last week, simply feed my sheep. That's a verb. John 21, 19, then he said to him, follow me. Two verbs he left us with before he Ascended to heaven. He gave us how to dream and, and how to express our dream with the verbs. That our dream should not be about heaven, but to feed and to follow. You will go to heaven. Even though we are still have a free ticket to go to heaven. But we'll be blessed. Our life will go well if we feed and follow when we do those things. 
And when we feed and follow, wow, each and every day we'll be making music. When I was 25 years old, is it 24? I'm not so sure. Somewhere around that, wait, I might get in trouble. Somewhere around that period of time, and Janice and I were like courting, we're trying to get to know each other a little more. We're trying to get to the state of love, the dream of really, really in that love. Not like testing out, I mean, really, really in love. To the point where you can lay your life down. And around that period of time, there was a singer named Steve Wonders got this popular song that just caught my ears. I just called. I can't like you, but I can't mimic it. Something just caught my attention. So I was driving, and when I hear this song, I'll pull over to the shoulder, and I would actually call her. There were times I was driving and she was following with another car and this song came out. I pulled to the shoulder. Did I pull the shoulder? No, I just called her and say, I just called to say I love you. You know why this song is so popular? Because the emphasis here is on three verbs. Call, say, and love. When you call, you make music, Right? When you say you make music, when you show love, you make music of the heart. It would be kind of a good idea next two days later on Valentine's Day, you guys make some calls, say something, and love somebody. That's a reminder in case some of you forgot that Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Have a Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Juliana introduced me to this lady about a couple years ago. And she said, don't you know Taylor Swift? Why, well, I heard of a name, but I don't know any songs. She said, let me teach you one song. Shake it off. <laughs> you see, this song is just immensely popular throughout the world. And if you ever go around and tell, I don't know Taylor Swift's Swift, Swift, shake it off like you're not living the life. Right? You gotta get with it, you know? You gotta know these things. This song is about wanting to get back on right track. Basically, saying, I am tired of living the way I'm living right now. I want change right now by shaking it off. And the song focuses on one word, one verb. It's called shake. The sea shang sings, I have been playing, 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 playing around. I have been hating, 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 hating. I have been faking, faking, faking all my life. And she continues to sing. But now I want to live out my dream of being whole again by shaking it off. Shake, shake, shake. Shake it off. Every day I'm shaking it off. Shake, shake, shake. If you can feed, feed, feed. If we can follow, 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 you and I will be making lots of music. Not with everyone, but the Lord above as well. What sustains the dream? 
What formulates the dream, what moves the dream, what makes the dream is in verbs, that which is Jesus' way. What makes love is in what you do for that love. It's in calling, it's in saying, it's in loving. And the point is this. When you are feeding, you're making music. When you are following, you're making music. And that's Jesus' way. He lived it by feeding us. And he showed it by following God Almighty. And he told us to do the same. Steadfastly, we feed and follow. Steadfastly, we do. Psalm 57, 7 said, My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. I encourage you to go make music by feeding others and by following our Lord Jesus Christ, His way. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you so much for...